What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 193 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, and we're coming at you a couple days late. A couple days late. Life it was a busy start to the week. It was. It I was. Mean, with Halloween landing on a Monday. Yep. Uh, Halloween, uh, I did the trick-or-treating deal with... Uh, um, with with my kids did it you know here at the house and uh um yeah then uh parent teacher conference Some gets Tuesday, thrown in there yep, yep uh, that, with with you being a teacher and uh i also uh i thought i was going to do the in and out deal at the parent teacher conference here uh you know ah you know get in <laughs> get out and yeah all of a sudden i've been there for an hour and 15 minutes because i'm waiting that out well you got to go to a high schooler one now and it's kind of a little different story they see a lot of different teachers and you kind of sit there and wait and some of those teachers you can quick talk to but sometimes there's a line yep. because they all sit in the gym and yep it oh, didn't yeah. uh didn't exactly go uh you know for for we, we thought uh when when we went in there you know there wasn't a ton of people it's like oh yeah you yeah, know we're just gonna work going. right on down the line and uh then kind of some more people started coming in. Some more people started coming in, and we didn't play our cards right. We didn't play <laughs> no, our cards right. All of a sudden, goes. right at the end, uh, the last two teachers were a real hot commodity. And, <laughs> yep. Um, but no, that is what it is, and uh, um, glad, I got, I got glad in, that's behind us. Yeah, you know, you said that with me being a teacher, I got into an argument again with a bunch of kindergartners out on the playground again. Did you win? Uh, I think I did. I walked well, away that's felt, all that feeling pretty good because yeah. did you hit them? No, I didn't. I didn't get that far because one of them came <laughs> up to me. God. One of them came up to me and they said I wasn't a teacher. <laughs> I was like, I'm a teacher, fake teacher. And they're like, you're not. Yeah, a but teacher. you're not a real teacher. They're like, you're a coach. And I'm like, well, <laughs> technically, I'm a teacher too. Just like that one time I got into an argument with them all about the the recess bag being a being a first aid kit and not a purse so <laughs> no that's not uh you're not a real teacher and that there's a purse so uh nope uh um but episode 193 uh brought to you by our good buddies over at dakota angler and uh we are less than what 10 days away from the ice institute yeah it's crazy we talked about it last time like how fast it's gonna like it seems like oh we got a lot like that's a ways away then all of a sudden it's like Oh crap. Yep. It's going to be here before we know it, but yeah, it's coming fast and, uh, sounds like they're getting a lot of good products in. Yep. Yep. Uh, I know Todd did a live tonight, uh, um, right before we started recording, uh, Matt and I were watching, uh, Todd's, uh, Facebook live kind of talking about it. And there was some people asking, uh, uh, you know, are, are the supply chain, uh, issues still, still there, uh, this year. And he said for, for him, you know, obviously he can't, speak for every bait shop but for right. him uh, i think he's got mostly everything he wanted and um, you know one thing about it he he's got a little bit more buying power than the average yep. uh, bait shop just because uh you know with this event uh he moves a lot of moves a lot of uh product yeah it's a heck of a weekend uh so make those plans uh we're gonna have those guys on next week to talk yep. about it so we won't dive into the show itself too much we'll get the scoop from those guys but uh no, it's like you said, we've got a booth. Yeah, we do, and we're having a custom ice rod contest at our booth. Uh, yeah. uh, Matt and I were just tossing it around. Uh, probably going to have free coffee at our yeah, booth. We might have and, some coffee for you. Um, so yeah, between those two deals, uh, swing on by. Uh, don't be afraid to sit around for a while and BS talk fishing. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with it. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, um, 
and and we're we're freaking emceeing the we're emceeing the seminars the seminars oh, we're introducing God. everybody this will uh this will not happen two years in a row <laughs> i can almost guarantee you of that yeah uh, so yeah todd said it on his live he's gonna keep us on a short leash so yeah. we might actually keep ourselves on a short leash i mean <laughs> good freaking luck you, you talk a mean game and tell everybody sitting there looking at you so a bunch of dirt bags looking at us i although i as long as they don't want us to keep going and you know, throw some shade at the presenters. Like, hey guys, you gotta let these guys talk now. Our time yep. is up. So, yep. yeah. Well, I, I figure if we can if we can rattle for forty five seconds and uh, get the skinny yep. on everybody, uh, that that'll be good. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, do swing by our booth. Uh, vote for the uh, um, vote for the ice rod right. contest. Uh, be honest, ice... we are asking just one vote per weekend, the yep. whole weekend. Yep, that's you know, right. Vote once and then call it good. Don't don't come back multiple times dropping right. you know, votes and buckets and stuff like that. So yep, no, uh, we're gonna do uh, gonna do a people's choice and a judge's choice. So uh, um, we do not have the judge. Uh, um, we don't have the judge confirmed yet, but uh, we've got a couple people in mind, and uh, we will see what happens with that. But uh, um, we've got two plaques. Uh, I think they're done. Uh, I think killer, the plaques cool are looking plaques. Yep, uh, really cool black marble plaques. Uh, um, I believe that they are done. I I got a picture of them, but uh, I haven't gone and picked them up yet. Uh, ordered the banners for in the booth and whatnot. So uh, getting real, man. Yeah, getting real. Yeah, stop by and if you got any like frozen pizza suggestions, maybe Scott hasn't heard of them or we haven't heard of them. Yeah, I doubt just... that. <laughs> I doubt that. You've met your match. <laughs> but uh, nope. Uh, well, Matt, uh, it's uh, it is officially November. Halloween is behind us, and and with Halloween behind us, uh, I got to ask you a couple questions yes, here. Yes, sir. Uh, the other day at work, we were kind of uh, talking, and uh, you know. You, you 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 watch these kids that are coming through you know trick-or-treating and whatnot and uh i mean i've seen microwave popcorn i've seen you know cans of pop i've seen fruit snacks uh, you know kind of kind of a wide array and and i like the uh i like the idea of doing something a little bit different you know candy's fun you know everyone likes candy but uh you know popcorn's cool too and yeah. and uh so i i don't know i think uh uh, I, I think, you know, something kind of off the wall original is pretty neat, but, uh, I want to know outside of, uh, uh, outside of alcohol and tobacco products for say, uh, if you were to, if, if you were to hand out for adult Halloween, Ooh, adult, adult Halloween. Halloween, you know, has to be, I, I would say basically under a dollar under a dollar yeah you know i mean no no one's handing out you know cans of pop a microwave popcorn even a full-size candy bar uh you know i mean that that's a full-size candy bar is 60 cents or something like that so uh you know under a dollar if if you're gonna hand some stuff out and it can't be condoms i know what you're (laughs) thinking right right there and and uh nope can't be that but uh for some people that i know that still go trick-or-treating as adults uh, i'd be like hey wait a minute here i let me go get you a resume for a job (laughs) an application right or i mean an application i'll get you an application you know uh so something under a dollar that would be like appropriate for an adult halloween yep oh man kind of put me on the spot here uh um, yeah I, I didn't give you any time to think about that but uh i was just thinking like torx drill bits right like 
no matter what, whenever you whenever you wanting to go get a drill bit, you never have the right one. Like no, you I never do. I'm I'm the I'm the guy that doesn't put things back where they're supposed to. Probably just throw it down in the bottom of the tool bag or, you know, leave it up on the shelf somewhere. And then when I actually need it again, I don't have it. Yep. I mean Torx drill bits. If you bought bulk Torx drill bits, it'd be perfect. Yep. <laughs> you go like here's I, a drill bit. Yeah, I just feel like that would be a really good Air fresheners. Yeah, air fresheners is a good one. Everybody at first would be like, what do I got this? Pretty soon, next thing you know, it'll be hanging in their vehicle. Yep. Yep. That's and a good be idea, like, Yeah, that's, that's not bad. That's not um, bad. I don't know, man. That's a, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to think of something that would be cool, not just be like, oh, like a little package of tissues or something like that those uh, little kleenexes i would say like that's a the bomb.com if you had right. those and you could put them in your car like you always need them maybe like the little little things like of band-aids that you can get Honestly, like those little plastic yeah. things like every once in a while you know you, they'll hand them out at like like the fair or something like yep. that a hospital booth will have them on there and you're just like oh okay i'll take them and then next thing you know it's like you have one of those and like in your boat you have them in your car you yep. have them anywhere because it's I mean, like you said, like they're nice to have. Like, yeah, it always seems like when you need a band aid, you don't have them. Yep. Chip clips. Yeah. Yeah. Chip clips. All all the stuff that's that's you know like at uh, at county fairs and whatnot when you go through and the hospitals and the banks handed out pizza cutters, all that stuff. Stress balls to everybody. Honestly, like it's freaking. You know, a lot of that stuff you can get for for dirt cheap and and. uh, I don't know. It just it just makes more sense to to have that. We should have had a bunch of like plastic cups that said "dirt bag" on them or something like that, and handed them out. <laughs> let's just, you know what? We're gonna possibly do free coffee. Let's let's hand out styrofoam cups. Yeah, and I'll yeah. write "dirt bag" on them. We'll get with you a magic pen. marker. Yeah. And- <laughs> We'll write your name on custom, it for you. Custom coffee cups. We'll yeah, put your name on. Yep. Yep. Dirt bag coffee. <laughs> no. No, that's uh, it's just something that I was kind of thinking of, well, we were thinking about the other day at work, and I thought, ah, you know, I'm, I'll see what Matt's got to say about are you, that. Are but. you one of those people that now that skips right to Christmas and starts getting into Christmas mode? Well, or are you one of the – me, I feel like Thanksgiving the last, I don't know, five, ten years is, has kind of gotten to be that holiday that kind of gets thrown by the wayside. Everybody gets right from Halloween and – they kind of just jump right over Thanksgiving and start thinking about Christmas. Just slapping the pilgrims right in the face. Wow, just slapping, you know, the good food right in the face. I mean, that's why I love Thanksgiving so much. Well, I will have you know that tonight at the supper table, my wife said to me, hey, can you get the ladder down? Because I think I'm going to start putting up Christmas, Christmas lights, lights tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's officially November, so Christmas lights are going up. Yep. And with that being said... Uh, I'm never going to pass it the chance for my wife to put up the Christmas lights and not me. So I will be getting that so damn ladder, that down. ladder down. And I too many times have, have said, you know, no, no, you know, can't do it yet. Can't do oh, it right. yet. And then uh, gets to be November 20 and it's, uh, you know, 28 degrees out. And you want to be like, out chasing pheasants or geese I just or don't deer. I do, just don't want to be like out there. son of a bitch I right. should have done it when it was a little yep. bit warmer yeah but uh usually how it goes yep but uh whatever is what it is and Sounds uh, like it's supposed to get a little cooler though on Friday that's right it uh Friday I think it's going to be like 25 degrees less yep. there's we, we we haven't mentioned it yet but Doug DeBoer out in Wyoming Tyler Ray down in Colorado They've already been on the ice. Yep, there's some of those higher elevations. And it was 80 places. degrees here today. Yeah, that's just nuts to think about that, like to really wrap your brain about it, around it. Yep. 
And I, I mean, I get that that's, you know, kind of a mountain climate and, uh, you know, the higher elevation, whatever. Um, but, uh, geez, well, you know, I it's, saw it's, somebody share something like a few years ago that like November 8th, they were on the ice, like somebody really? in northern Minnesota or something like that. So, well, about two weeks ago, we had two nights in a row that got down to like 12, 14 degrees. Right, and, yeah. and, uh, you know, we had skim ice on, on the local ponds. Well, you know, if, if it would do that now, uh, you know, sun's got a little bit less power, stays a little bit cooler throughout the day. Uh, um, you know, especially if if northern Minnesota got that, uh, you know, not not crazy to think that a person could get out, uh, you know, on a smaller body of water. Yeah. Once, you know, we know how that goes. Once it, that temperature really drops, it doesn't take long and you get some calm nights and it's not too windy and that ice, that ice builds pretty fast. Yep. Now there's there's still a lot of uh, you know as, as much as we're sitting here looking forward to uh, to ice there's still a lot of people out open water fishing in the area and, and uh, doing quite well yeah quite well uh, I saw Logan Lyon posted some pictures uh, over on the Iowa Great Lakes and he was smacking some big old fish yep Cloud's um, still out there hitting some good fish so. yep I've seen some people up on the Great Lakes that are hitting really big fish yeah uh, there was a guy out on Lake Oahe. Uh, 16 pounder, uh, 31.8 inches, 16 pound um, walleye. Can you just like, they I found a small child in its belly. Well, you think about that 31 inches and it's 16 pounds. I mean, you see pictures of 30 inch walleyes. You know, we talked about that last time, the old, the non dirty 30 club or whatever yep. it was. I mean, you see pictures of like 30 inch walleyes and they're 10 pounds. Right. And here's one that's basically a 30 inch walleye. But at 16 pounds, that thing was just fat. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I saw another picture of another guy out on the Missouri River that caught like a 14-pounder. I don't know where it was at, but somewhere out there. What? Uh, what's what's the South Dakota state record? 16-something. 16 16-something. 16 yeah, caught out down, I think, in Yankton at the Fort Randall Dam. So okay. I, I think actually, that's where the Fort Randall Dam just is. Just the Yankton, other day, I... Uh, I actually just saved a record fish caught in South Dakota. Uh, Kelland News actually, Kelland News actually had a really cool deal where they talked about all the uh, all the record fish that were caught in. Do, 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 do. I'm going the wrong way. W's at the end of the alphabet. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get to make up whatever I want. Fifteen three. That ain't right. No. 15-3 is what they're saying on Lake Sharp from 1979. Guy nope. by the name of George Haiti. No, there was a lady that caught it. And I want to say Killland News, Killland News. All right, well, they just uh is this is this this is fake news. This this article's fake news, Matt. Is it? I believe. I mean, it has to be. What do you think the state yeah. record yellow perch is? State record yellow perch. Yep. Ooh, let's go with three one. Two twelve. Two twelve. So they say. Um. I think the state walleye is six. Pumpkin pounds. seed sunfish, twelve ounces. There's no way. Well, I guess it's a, a true pumpkin seed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. The walleye is 16 pounds, two ounces. So this guy was quite close. Was it like one ounce off? Solid. 
Solid. The Fort Randall Tailwaters by uh, Georgine uh, Chitka. Now this one says the smallmouth bass record is six six pounds nine ounces out of Lake Ponset. Well, that's not that true. ain't right neither. Because we know who has the state record, smallmouth bass. Past guest of ours. That's right. And it wasn't on Lake Ponset. And it wasn't. Did did Troy garhole him? <laughs> yeah, I see what he did there. Nice work, Troy. Nice Seems work. The one I found too. Was, yeah, this. Quiz me. Quiz me on a couple. Oh, some of these are old. Um, okay. Well, let's go with white bass. White bass. I'm about to make a fool out of myself. What do you got? White bass. I don't even know white bass. Take a guess. I'm going to make a fool out of myself here. It's all right. It won't be the first time. It won't be the last time. State record, South Dakota state record, white bass. They get pretty big, right? White bass don't get technically really big. What is it, striped bass that are? Yeah, striped bass get really big. All right. I don't even know the difference between the two. I don't know. I'm not White even... bass, we we catch white bass. They, they used to be in Spirit Lake. You catch them when you go to like those lakes in South Dakota. There's quite a few of them. Four pounds. Yeah, it was like four something. So I told you. You were right. I mean, See, you didn't, yeah, you're not I told make, you. I told you. You're not going to make a fool out of yourself, man. All right. All right. You want another one? Sure. One more. Um... Let's go with let's go with one off the wall here. Um, black bullhead. The black bullhead, yeah. Go ahead. Go black bullhead. Three pounds, thirteen ounces. Four pounds. I'm pretty damn good at this you are, game. You are pretty good. I'm pretty at this damn game. good at this game, eh? You know you don't want to test me. I've I've been trying to tell people like I am a fish fish weight guessing mother. <laughs> Um, rainbow trout, rainbow trout, uh, that there, uh, mm, that rainbow trout, uh, I'm going to say nine pounds, three ounces. The rainbow trout is 19 pounds, four ounces. Yeah. I forgot the one. one. I forgot <laughs> the one. I forgot the about, one. Okay. Now I like these rules. I, I not on the official GFP page, but, uh, it says it's from the division of wildlife. How about the tiger trout? What do you tiger trout? Like what's the state record tiger trout? According to this list I'm looking at. Um, six pounds, five ounces. <laughs> the state record tiger trout is seven ounces. According to this son of a, <laughs> I, I think I got the state record. Yeah, I, I believe you. I think we would have seen multiple state records. But. <sighs> Man, this was my chance. I've always wanted to put that on my name on Facebook right underneath of it. Like, South Dakota State uh, Black Bullhead Record. You'd get, you'd get like a jacket made. Yeah. You better you know, walk around. You'd introduce yourself as that. Maybe that's what the Midwest Angler Podcast should do. Like, hand out record book jackets like <laughs> like sponsor yeah you catch a state record fish let us know we're gonna no we're gonna get you a custom jacket yep that'll be badass how about uh rainbow smelt oh 
One pound, two ounces. Four ounces. <laughs> I was doing really good at guessing towards the beginning of the the guessing deal, but uh, I'm I'm done with that. I'm done You're with that done. crap. Yep. Moved on. Yep. I didn't realize there was something the flathead chub. Flathead chub. Yeah. We should name our own fish. That like, one. That one is one point eight five ounces. They called you that in high school, didn't they? Flathead chub. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you got one more or what? No. That's good. We'll, we'll end on that one. No right. flathead joke. No flathead Maybe we're going to have to start calling somebody that. Yep. Is that? No. Now we're going to come up with somebody. We're going to come up with somebody, but... Uh, yeah. Um. Well, we kind of said going into this that this would be a little bit of a shorter episode, and um, I don't know. Do we want to cut right into a pizza review and uh, call a ceasefire, or do you you got more? We're going to talk about the MLF rule change. Yeah. MLF rule change. Good God, how did we forget? I had some people. I had met people message me and ask <laughs> me what like if you had given your opinion on it yet. And I said, as soon as I saw it, I text our group and Freaking I was like, clowns. did you see what they did? So I knew that this was coming down the pipe. For you those, you've well, called it, you've called it ever since, ever since the beginning, ever since MLF split off from bass, you called it right from the get go. Now. So, so for those of you that are, don't understand exactly what's going on, uh, um, probably what was it five years ago major league fishing broke off from uh the Bassmaster elite series they took uh probably 95 percent of the anglers from the Bassmaster elite series went over made their own series Bassmaster refilled with people through the opens and uh whatever major very, league very fishing few people stayed with bass yep i think fighter, five fighter yeah. bill lowen uh matt heron i think yeah there's, matt, there's just like chris saldane yeah yep there's very few that really stayed because the yep. other ones chased the money to the MLF. Yep, and uh, and a so, lot of them came started coming back. The yep, last few they years. have. So what uh, what major league fishing's big deal? You know, fish care, catch and release, and and uh, their scoring system was not your five best fish. It was as many fish as you could go out, and then they had a bunch of freaking stupid crap like the knockout round and the championship round and uh, i don't know it was it was stupid it was it was it was absolutely ridiculous they tried to make a game out of it it's not a game like this is a sport but it's not a game well and they tried making a game their big thing from the get-go too is like they kind of were bashing the bass organization that they weren't like conservationists towards yep. the fish like yep. the, what how they did theirs was harmful to the fish and it was hurtful for the sport and everything like that they didn't come out and just flat say it but they insinuated it a lot they so. didn't want to just make their own new thing they wanted to take down the old right. thing that's and, exactly and, right and uh whatever i've i've been very vocal on the show uh i i think mlf i think i think that they're a bunch of clown car drivers i think that they uh i, I don't like the format I, I'm not saying I don't like the anglers. There's a lot of great anglers over there, but uh, the higher ups at MLF are a freaking joke. It's stupid. I don't like it. Uh, and and one of the biggest reasons has always been, um, well, a boy duck it, but b uh, one of the biggest things that I've always thought why MLF would never survive is because the average guy can't go do it on the weekend. Right. Matt and I can go over to Okaboji throw $25 in a pickle jar 
and everyone can go out and we can come back at the end of the day, weigh our five best fish, let them go at the boat ramp, and, and you know who won right then, yep. right then and there. You know, outside of like slow cell phone, whatever, you cannot go out and have an every fish counts, you know, just go out and knock down, you know, 81 pounders and, and you know, have 80 pounds at the end of the day. You can't do it. You, you can't do it. They're, they're, it's, it's a catchway release deal. You know, they catch it, they weigh it, boom, all of a sudden it's gone. They've got a marshal in the boat. You, you'd, you'd never be able to get as many marshals with uh, the grassroots bass uh, um, bass tournaments, you know, just over club tournaments, whatever. You could never have that many marshals. It was stupid. I freaking hated it. I, I didn't like the way that they tried to tear down the old organization. It was stupid. And I have said, this will change. They will yep. go back. You have. And about three months ago, a bunch of dudes, ah, it wasn't even three months ago, probably two months ago, they started putting on Facebook all the MLF anglers. So somebody up in the higher-ups of MLF must have told all the anglers, go on your social media and start putting polls out there to see if people want to go back to the five fish format or if they want to stick with the regular format. Well, the overwhelming majority wanted to go back to the five fish format exactly because that's what everyone fishes. That's what everyone likes. That's what people can do on a Saturday and Sunday morning. And lo and behold, MLF comes out with a freaking press release that they are going back to the five fish format, still going to be catchway release, but they're going back to the five fish format. A, I, I still don't like it because there's something awesome about a weigh-in. There's something yeah. awesome about the suspense. Exactly. There's something awesome about two guys being up there weighing a sack of fish and wondering, okay, is his going to be bigger than mine? And and all of a sudden, boom, you know, there's the energy anticipation, to it. Yep. yep, it's just, it's a show. It, yep. it's, it's really a show. That's what it is. And, and I think that that's what it's always going to be. And I'll tell you right here, right now, you give it five more years and either MLF is going to be gone or they're going back to weigh-ins. Yeah, they will. They're going to have, they're, they're going to have to do the weigh-ins because they're going to see that their viewership, all this stuff still isn't going to, it's lame. It is. I mean, it's lame. Yeah. You can sit there and watch them and do all that stuff as they're fishing online and do all that. But here you are. So you're just bass with a different name. Yep. So you're technically all this stuff that you've done and all this work was for not when you could have just came out you knew you couldn't you had to do something different from bass to try to compete with them now you're starting to realize that they're kicking your butt and you're losing the battle so now you're going to try to do the same product it's going to be interesting to see like what they do to try to keep those anglers to stay there you know what i mean like a lot of those anglers are going to be like well if they it's all. the same if it's the same thing like they got remember when they first started too no entry fees yeah, there's yeah, that no changed. entry fees. That changed. That changed. You know, all this stuff they bashed bass for. They've gone to yep. back to that. Everything, I mean, everything that they wanted away from is is exactly what they're slowly going back to. So basically, now what they are is just mere organizations, and the thing that bass has going from right now is the weigh-ins. <laughs> yeah. Well, I it's mean, a MLF is a burning ship. Plain yeah. and simple, MLF is a burning ship, and either they're going to get this fire put out while they're half sunk or they're going to ride that sucker all the way to the bottom of the ocean you don't make big changes like this if things are going smooth you know exactly, i i know boyd right. duckett gets on 
you know, Boyd Duckett gets on uh, Bass Talk Live all the time and talks about how much the anglers are loving it. Oh, my God, you know, the viewership is just so high. You know, it's the best thing ever. Oh, my God, it's so good. Then why the frick are you changing? Yeah. Why are you changing? Have you have you noticed Burger King getting rid of their cheeseburgers and start selling grilled cheese? You want to know why? Because their frickin' cheeseburgers are selling. That's exactly right. You, you don't mess up something that's rocking and rolling. Well, another prime example, too, is how many how many MLF guys are trying to get back into bass Yep. versus how many bass guys are leaving bass and trying to get into MLF. That's a big zero there, right. Cotton. You just don't see it. Nope. So. I mean, that's another, you could see that coming down the pipe too, because there's been a lot of these guys that have been fishing the opens and trying to qualify for the elite series again. Yep. I think in a lot of those guys. I don't think any got in this year. Realize, um, to fish. Keith Boucher. I think he got into the Keith Boucher into got the, into the elite. elite series. I thought there was a couple other ones that no. Had, Brad, Bradley Holman was an FLW guy. He's in, but he, he totally left, uh, uh, MLF FLW. Right. Um, but otherwise, I think that's the only. Yeah, it's. I just think it's kind of cool. This. I mean, I mean, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I got to let you guys know oh, that. Yeah. And we knew it was coming. Yeah. I. I'll be honest. Like, it, I feel bad because, like, I, I truly think Jacob Wheeler is the best bass fisherman in the whole entire world. Uh, you know, Ot Defoe. I think you know he's up there. Edwin Evers, whatever. I don't follow their career. No, I, I don't follow I've, their career. I've lost touch with them too. I, like, I follow the bass It's crazy. Guys. Matt, you know, Jordan Lee, I, I don't, I don't know nothing about him. Yeah. It is nuts to think that, you know, Kevin Van Dam, there's people that don't know who the heck Kevin Van Dam is. I He's got into bass legend. fishing after the split. You got right. me into it, you know, like with fantasy fishing after like my neighbor, Jeremy K across the way, like he got into it the year after I started getting into it. Yeah. Like Kevin Van Dam means jack shit to Jeremy Clausen. Yeah. And Jeremy Clausen is a bass fishing, you know, I mean, he, he can tell you everyone on the Bassmaster Elite Series, Kevin Van Dam doesn't mean anything to him. And I'm sure that there's somebody out there that got into MLF that doesn't know anyone in the Elite Series, but it's way more the other way. Yeah, it definitely is. And I just, it's going to be interesting to see, like, what happens. It, it the, the one nice thing about it is, like, having two big org- organizations like that, it does give some of these younger or these other guys that never really got their chance to get in there and make a name for themselves that we might not have ever known who they were. So that's one positive about it. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how long MLF can keep it going before it's just two of the same identical, you know, organizations running that, tournaments. That, that's what it's going to be. And, and like I said, I, I think they, I they, they've realized, too, that they can't try to get into a pissing contest with Bass and try to – you know, overlap on the scheduling or try to like schedule, you know, we're going to schedule on the same weekend with them because bass is always going to, is always going to beat them out. Right. It's going to have more viewers. It's going to, because people are familiar with their format. I mean, I could see, I, I could definitely see MLF going back to, I mean, doing it the exact same way that bass does it and make it a four day event and everybody fishes oh, they the first will. two days and they, then they make the cut and yep, they will. I mean, they're going to do that. Like you, you said earlier, they have all these knockout rounds and then the survival rounds and all this stuff. And then finally the final round, I just wait zero. It's stupid. And yeah, God damn it. Way to get my freaking blood, <laughs> blood going. Like just pisses me off. Like I, I don't know. I, well, you know, you want to know what a good way to calm down is to talk about a nice, 
frozen pizza. Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> Matt, I've got my new record. Uh-oh. I've got my new record. Uh, I was up at Costco this last weekend. Oh, did you head up there? All right. And uh, I got the uh, I got the Motor City uh, Pizza Company Double Pepperoni Detroit-style deep dish. Oh, yeah. And these are like in a big square, and I've had oh, them yeah. before. I've had them before. I've, and, had, I've and, had these. I've had the Motor City. Yeah, and when I went by, I was like, oh, you better believe it. Like uh, They always uh, they used to have the all meat, right? Now <sighs> they went to the double pepperoni. Piss pepper. me off. I know. Piss now me off. Now they went off. to double pepperoni. If I, if I was ever going to call Costco, that's what I would call them about and say, hey, here is a three-finger chest poke. Get that damn three meat back because yep. double pepperoni – like I'm telling you, like I'm I'm sweating a little yeah. bit as I'm eating well, and, that. And you didn't that you didn't build that body off of double pepperoni. You built it off of three, three meat. meat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is exactly. a three. Yeah, I'm a three meat body, yeah. not a double pepperoni. Double pepperoni. Don't come at me with that weak sauce. Do not come at me with that. But uh, uh, authentic Motor City Pizza Company double pepperoni Detroit style deep dish pizza. And Matt, that right there is good for a nine. A nine. Nine. You're, you're going to go with a flat nine even. even. And nine even, even score. Wow, that's kind of like against like the scoring rules. Okay, 9.0. 9.0. I was going to go 8.9, and then I, you know, just, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Up until 30 seconds ago, I was going 8.9, and I'm just so jacked, jacked up, up about, about this it. pizza. I'm going with just a flat nine. Would, would put it up over the edge. Oh, probably, my God, it's was so the, good. Was the crust, that little that little crispy edge you get on that crust. You know it. You oh, know I it. I do. I know oh, it. my I, God. It is so great, good. It's a great frozen It is pizza. so freaking good. I I mean, you, you get that, and then you wash it down with a freaking Costco blueberry muffin. Oh, my God. <laughs> little dessert. Like, I mean, you are taking days off your life, and I know that, but... Uh, it's worth it. <laughs> Halloween night, I, I threw one of those in there, and Kay was like, oh... I was really thinking I was going to have a salad. And Aubrey comes home from football practice, and she's like, oh, man, I'm kind of pizzaed out. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this old boy's all mine. You're like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, don't worry about it. Have, there's other stuff that you guys can have. I, I left one square. <laughs> I left one square. The rest was uh, well, was housed. Well, especially like when you get a, like a deep dish frozen pizza, sometimes it, there can be a lot more dough than there is Yeah, toppings. I don't like that. Or sometimes it can just not be a very good. The Motor City pizza is very damn good for a frozen pizza. Yep. Uh, so, so uh, you know, honestly, uh, for what it is, the value, I think, is there. If I go down to my local Sunshine, they have a DiGiorno that's uh, $10.99, yeah. but it's, uh, it's, it's a good pizza. I do right. like it, but uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit smaller than these. It's more of a rectangle instead of a square. And uh, um, I can buy two of these for cheaper than uh, um, two of those. So I'm going to say that the value's there. I get that we're comparing a small-town grocery store to a Costco. I get that that that, that changes value a little bit. But uh, I, 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 think, I feel like this is a better pizza. I feel like the toppings are better. I feel like the cheese is better. Uh, I feel like the crust is better. Uh, I don't know if there's a better... I, I'm not going to lie to you. I do not personally know if there's a better frozen pizza out there than this. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if a 10 that. exists. Yeah. I, I don't know if a 10 that. exists, but this is a nine. And if any of you guys got a Costco membership, don't uh, walk by that. One month out. from right now, I'm going out to the Cox Ranch on a mule deer hunt and I'm going to bring a slew of them pizzas yep. out there. 
one of the nights we're going to be watching rodeo i'm probably going to be in my new cowboy hat and we're going to be Living we're gonna life. be eating pizza and and i mean they cook out there so if i don't if, if we don't need any pizza i'm fine by that too like i i can live <laughs> with that but uh um oh man i i don't know i'm i'm jacked up i'm jacked up about that mule deer hunt and i'm jacked up about this pizza if you want to get me over mlf being stupid you talk mule deer hunting and pizza with me and i'm I, motor <clears> city pizza. <clears throat> motor city imported from detroit but uh Nope, I'm jacked up about that. Uh, do we? We gonna get right into good news stories Let's here? Get right into good news. Let's stories. get into good news stories, and that is brought to you by our good buddies Austin and Brianna over at Freedom Brew Coffee Shop, Larchwood, Iowa. And uh, you know what we're gonna do every single day on our way up to the Dakota Angler Ice Institute? We're gonna swing in there. You bet your ass we're gonna. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna have so much freaking energy when we hit that convention <laughs> center. I don't think that convention center can handle us. Yeah, I don't think so either. That or else we're gonna be in the bathroom all the time for being so. Yeah, I'm all right with that too. Either or. Yep. But uh, whatever the case, uh, Freedom Brew, our buddies uh, Austin Brianna. Uh, honest to goodness, they've got the best coffee shop in the whole entire world, and uh, it's. Uh, um, located in Largewood, Iowa, they're bringing the good news story. What do you got, Matt? Mine is going to be uh, state quarterfinals for football this Friday night here in Rock Rabbits. Us versus West Lion for the third year in a row for a chance to go to the dome. So that could be a doozy. It should be. It's setting up to be a really good game. Uh, they're nine and two. We're or for the eight and two. Eight and two. We're undefeated. They have two losses. Both their losses to are to one of them is in the quarterfinals in one A to Western Christian, and their other loss was to us earlier in the year. So, right so on. both teams are playing exceptionally well football right now. So should be a fun one. You bet. Uh, my good news story. I'm gonna send it out that uh, um, this last Sunday, like I mentioned, I was over at Costco. And I ran into our good buddy Chris Bressler there. Really? Yes, sir. I'm sitting there. Oh, my God. Costco. I got three slices of pizza, two hot dogs, and two drinks for $8. <laughs> like, that is just how, like, I, it's I like can't. like a dad win. Yeah. It's I mean, like like a dad, the like value is just heaven. like, I, I can't contain all the value. But uh, so I'm sitting there, whatever, munching on a munching on an all beefer and, and uh, you know, got, got a couple big slices of cheese in front of me ice cold pepsi i'm just jacked and i look over and i'm like who the hell is that ugly son of a gun over there and i'm like oh yeah it's bressler him and his son cademan were over there and uh, uh so i take a picture of him and i send it to him and he's looking around or whatever and finally he kind of, he caught me well his son caught me or whatever so he came over but uh, uh i was just pretty jacked up to see him you know you only really get to see him at, at ice shows and whatnot but uh um, he's always a hell of a lot of fun. So that's for um, sure. You know, just just cool when you can run into somebody like that. And uh, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. So always makes the day better. You betcha. You betcha. So do 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 do. We're gonna call an end uh, 193. Next week we're gonna be back with the hike camps, talking to Code Angler Ice Institute. Uh, hope to see you one. all there. So yeah, you bet. Uh, we'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>